Hey gang, welcome back to the Backdoor Cover Network. We're talking a little NFL Week 7. I'm here with Arch. Arch, how's it going? Hey, not too bad. Saturday morning NFL talk. We don't do this very often. No, this is this is new, and we're rolling it out for a very special guest. We've got George Panagakis in the house. George, how's it hanging? Steve, good morning, buddy. And um, yeah, here we are on a Saturday morning, and uh, all the college guys get the bet today. God bless them. I'm an NFL guy, but hey, I'll be watching college football, mm-hmm. and I, it's it, there's always two or three games every Saturday. They're fun, and I'll casually watch the game and have a good time. Yeah, uh, there's a I think Ohio State and Penn State are are kicking off here at noon, so that should be fun. Um, but yeah, sure. man, we're we're happy to happy to have the man with the best hair in gambling Twitter gracing <laughs> our airwaves. This is this is fantastic for us, um, right. George. We just kind of want to pick your brain, not your hair, about right. a couple of games. I know you tweeted out some some stuff this week. Um, let's let's just get going. Let let's touch on this Packers Broncos matchup. Uh, looks like Jordan Love is is trying to rebound here in a big way. He's thrown six interceptions in his last three games, only one touchdown in his last two. They're going to to Denver, and they are a one and a half point favorite. George, do you have a feel on this game at all? You know, I I uh, my, uh, I have Green Bay. I tweeted out Green Bay on Monday, and the other thing I'm famous for, I put a thousand dollars on every pick I like, and I tweeted out the bet slip. And after the game, I'll show the home bet slip. You know, there's there's no fooling around. Win or lose, I'm going to show it to you. And I'm with you, boy. This Jordan Love, what happened was week one, they were at Chicago, and I'm a Bears fan, and I watched the game, and I said, you know, I do think this Green Bay has good talent. And this Jordan Love, he looked good in week one. And I also made a long-term futures bet after week one. I put 3000 on Green Bay to go uh, to make the playoffs. This was at week one. And just like you said, after week one, this Jordan Love has maybe a couple average games, maybe a couple bad games. But this guy's fading quick, and I hope he stops fading because I've got Green Bay on Sunday, and I've got Green Bay for 3000 for the whole season to make the playoffs. And that's going to be close to a 50-50 thing now, and I just want Green Bay to have a good game tomorrow and Sunday. Yeah, I mean, it it, it might be a, a welcome sight to see these Denver Broncos. They are, uh, I believe they're dead last in the league in yards per play against. Um, but their their injury report is is full. Even off a of bye week, Aaron Jones is still on the on the injury report. Arch, are you leaning any direction in this game? Oh, I got to lean Green Bay in this one. Um, I don't know if I want to bet it or not, but God damn, just how bad does Denver look on defense? It's just shocking. It's it's poor. And, uh, you know, I talked on the Wednesday show a little bit about this and we compared Russell Wilson's numbers to Patrick Mahomes' numbers uh, to show that, you know, maybe maybe Russ isn't cooked yet. I don't know if I can get to the window on this one. I, I may just have to to tail George, um, you know, for slightly less than a thousand dollars. But uh, yeah, I, I'm I guess I'm I guess I'm going to be on the Packers. I, I'm going to root for you two guys. Right. Yeah, hey, I hope you're right. And the other thing is Denver. I think they've lost their mojo. I think Russell Wilson, even when he was in um, Seattle five years ago, I think he was a little overrated, to be honest with you. Uh, he was always a little on the short inside, and he always had to roll out. And I just thought he was an above average. I didn't think he was that big of a deal. He had a great defense 10 years ago in Seattle. And I think now this Denver team has lost their mojo. And if this Jordan Love just has a decent game, I, I think Green Bay easily wins by 10. And uh, I hope that's what happens. Yeah, yeah. he just needs to, to, to really avoid the big mistake and – you know, Russ is such a dork, and I, I think that's that's why he's gained a little popularity. People like just making fun of him. But <laughs> the Broncos have absolutely mortgaged their future, bringing in Sean Payton and paying Russell Wilson. I mean, it's a 
it's a mess in Denver and, and there's no end in sight. You're, you're totally right. I mean, that I don't think he's that good of a quarterback and they're married to him financially for maybe another year or two. And, um, you know, this, these coaches now, these guys get big money. I mean, this guy's, this, this coach on Peyton, he's making, I mean, these guys make a million dollars a game, 16, 17 million a year. And if you're the GM boy, the, the, he, he's just in a tough spot, the owner, and that's the way it goes. As a that Chiefs fan, I'm not going to cry too much over the Broncos' troubles there, George, though. So <laughs> there, you, there, you know what? You guys have uh, Mahomes and uh, Denver. 25 years ago, they had Elway. And, yeah. you know, you guys go on these 15-year runs because these quarterbacks are so good. It's mm-hmm. just absolutely Yep. So, uh, Arch, I know you wanted to touch on the Steelers. We were talking, uh, you know, backstage here. Talk me into it. Talk me into the Steel Curtain. I, I, you know, this is one of those just gut plays. Uh, statistically, eh, I mean, we've talked about this so much. I think the Rams are probably on paper one of the just, just awful, just, just terrible. As outside from a few superstars, this line doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. The Rams can usually hang with teams. We know McVeigh likes to cover, but I still think, I still think everyone is just so anti-Steelers right now, and myself included. I, I think this uh, we're going to catch them by uh, surprise here with this plus number. So it's kind of a gut play. I like the Steelers and that genius Matt Canada, offensive coordinator. Oof. George, do you have any uh, any feeling on this game, or is it one to avoid? You, you know what? Uh, most games, I literally, I mean, I'll, I'll handicap on Sunday nights. I'll look at the data from Sunday. The reality is most games, to me, it's just a top. I mean, I have no feel. I have no opinion. That's it. I just like to narrow it down to one, two, maybe three games I feel strong about, and then I'll think about it for a day or two. And I concentrate in just a couple of games. So the majority of the games, believe it or not, I have no opinion and I'll, I'll casually watch it. And But I really, I honestly don't care about most games. I have no opinion at all. Yeah, this this might be one I don't want to care about either. But, uh, you know, Mike Tomlin, he's 12 and four off a of bye historically. So that that's pretty good. Um, you know, maybe they got a little healthier. Uh, the, the Rams, they lost Kyron Williams this week. They've got a mess in that running back room. If I had to pick a side, I'd probably go to the Steelers because I, I, I'll blind tail you anywhere, Arch. Um, and, and the Rams just, it doesn't feel like a good spot. So um, I want to pick everybody's, hey, everybody's brain on, on the uh, Las Vegas Raiders. Heading to your Chicago Bears, George. Uh, they're two and a half point favorites on the road. Tyson Baggin, I guess is his name. He's getting a nod for the Bears. Um, he played at something called the Division II Shepherd University last year. And now he's taking snaps in the NFL. Uh, looks like it's going to be a backup for the Raiders as well. Probably Brian Hoyer, maybe Aiden O'Connell. Either way, I'm a little more comfortable with the quarterback situation there. Um, Arch, let's start with you. Do, you. do you have any feeling on this game? Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> uh, not really, no. Uh, I, I don't know what to expect. I don't know what to expect. I'll, I mean, I will... I guess I'll fade the Bears. Like, I'm, I won't endorse the Raiders, but I'll probably fade the Bears in this one. The Bears, George, no offense. At sometimes, I'm not even sure what I'm looking at in some of their offensive uh, sets, their offensive plays. I swear to God, I saw a play where it looked like the offensive line was pass blocking and the tight end ran out to run block and Fields looked confused and didn't know what the hell was going on. I, I just don't understand what's going on in Chicago. You know what, bingo, you hit the nail right on the head. There, there, is, a, there is a coaching problem. Um, there's a Justin Fields problem. There's, there's, you know, there's an offensive coordinator problem. There's a head coach problem. There's, a, there's, there's confusion here. In this game, this baguette guy, what happened was he played good in the preseason, and Justin Fields has a bad thumb. But So I watched the end of last week's game when baguette was in there. 
you got this guy, he plays quick. You know, you, the eye test with the quarterback is everything. This guy plays quick. He's got a nice arm. But, uh, you know, like you said, Steve, this guy, Division II school, and but I guess he set some records. So, you know, this guy's not this guy's not no stiff. He, he can throw the ball. And uh, the Raiders are, you know, the worst 3-3 three and three team in the league. And this Brian Hoyer, he was a decent backup 10 years ago. But in the last three, four years, this, guy, this guy's done nothing. And um, I know nothing about their other guy, O'Connell. I think he went to Purdue. I really don't know anything about him. And so you just got two teams, you know, the game's at Chicago. The Raiders are laying two and a half. You know, <laughs> to get your coin out and flip it. I mean, you know, what can I say? And, uh, you know, I bet the Bears, I, I admit it, I bet the Bears over before the season started one of my 20 futures bets. Oof. And it's the first bet I got right now. And, you know, sometimes you're going to have a big loss. And, uh, you know, I guess I'm rooting for the Bears to win because I got the over. But I just, you know, I've filed that off as a loss. I don't even care anymore. And this game is just flip a coin. That's all there is to it. Well, listen, if you're going to make 20 futures bets, you can make one of them on your favorite team. You're you're allowed. You're yeah. allowed to root with your heart uh, every once in a while, not just your head. I, right. I like the Raiders here. I like I like getting dirty. I like playing these awful NFL games. I think the Raiders' uh, talent on offense and defense is um, much better than than what the Bears bring to the table. Like you said, Hoyer does have some experience in the NFL, taking live snaps. So I, I don't think the game will be as fast to him as it will be for Tyler Baguette or whatever his name is, uh, and the Bears' 29th-ranked defense won't hold up. Uh, I'm, I'm also looking at a little pre- uh, player prop here on Josh Jacobs. Um, I'm looking at his over 96.5 receiving and rushing combo yards. Uh, the Bears have allowed quite a, quite a bit of check-down yardage to running backs in the passing game, so I think that'll be a little bit of bump for Josh Jacobs, plus with the backup quarterback, maybe the, the game script will be slow everything down and pound Jacobs. So I'm looking at the Raiders here, minus the two and a half and Jacobs on this, uh, this over receiving a rushing prop. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Those, uh, those props when, when you play a player for the game, big picture, I rarely do it. It's just like anything else. It's they're not giving away money and it's not easy to do. And that's a whole different world. You know, you may have a great point there. Uh, That's not my niche. I'm more of a long-term futures prop, but there's people that, knowing what's going on these young kids and you know every game's now got 200 300 props and these guys try to pick your spot and you you may have something there but uh who, who knows yeah we'll see let's get lucky one time um <laughs> right but a, a big game a big game on the uh on tap here in the afternoon window we've got philly and the dolphins doing some battle here the uh, eagles are two and a half point favorites let's start with you george i know you took a position on this game what are you looking at you know, yeah, real simple. I, I bet Philly on Monday. Uh, they were laying two and a half. I bet Philly. I like him in this game. I showed the bet slip. And the reason why I did it Monday, which is obviously early in the week, because I was afraid if it goes up to three, there's a big difference between laying two and a half and three. So I wanted to bet the game early for that reason. I believe Tuesday it may have gone down to two. Now the game has gone up to two and a half or even three. Philly as a favorite. So that that proves my point. Big difference between lane two and a half and three. I got I got a win instead of a tie, and uh, my little formula says Philly's the winner here, and I hope they win. And um, you know, but I do have Tua for comeback player of the year. So for real money, I mean, you know, I got I got uh, what? Oh, I got three thousand on Tua plus eight hundred after week one. I bet Tua three thousand plus eight hundred. 
to be comeback player of the year. So I went twenty four thousand just come back. So that's real money. So you know, I got two separate things. I got I got Philly in the game, but long term, I do have Tua comeback player of the year. So I would love to see Tua have a good game and Philly win. Yeah, I mean that a couple good bets there, George, because it looks like uh, there's more threes in the market than two and a halfs now. So that that's on the move. Uh, and we talked about that that comeback player of the year market in our preseason show. And you know, Demar Hamlin is just he was a huge favorite, but he hasn't gotten on the field. He's been active more than half the year. Tua, what a great story that is. And he's just putting up video game numbers every week. So uh, we landed on John Mechie the third in that market for small dollars, very small. Um, and he sort of faded away. Uh, but Arts, do you have any feeling on this game, Philly and the Dolphins? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm leaning the uh, leaning the Eagles here ever so slightly, but uh, I don't know if I want to bet it. I need the Eagles to start looking like the Eagles a little bit more consistently before I start to believe in them. But man, if this line gets up to three, you know, it, if it keeps climbing, if it gets to three and a half, I'm I'm, I'm on the Dolphins. Okay, so thin thin margins there. Oh, the, yeah. the Eagles they're they're sitting at five and one. They they really haven't played their best ball yet, um, and looked extremely shaky last weekend against the Jets which we were on so that we were happy to see that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm, I'm with you guys. I, I think the Eagles do turn it around here. I, I'm, I'm happy to, to grab one of these last remaining two and a halfs. George, thanks for opening my eyes on this one. Uh, yeah, you're welcome. And again, if, big picture, you think about the game, you think who you like. And then, like you said, you always want to look for the best number. So on this game, you know the spread's either two and a half or three. So if you like the Eagles and if you see a two and a half, you jump on it. If you like Miami and you see a three, take it now because you never know it could go to two and a half. So you always want to pick, be on the right side, and always get a good number. Bingo. That, that feels like a, a profitable way to, to do this thing, <laughs> yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, I've got one more game to touch on here. I'm looking at Detroit. They are three-point dogs heading into Baltimore. Uh, Baltimore coming home from a, a London trip, and you know they were up big at halftime. And left that back door open for Malik Willis and company with Tennessee, um, but the the youngster just couldn't walk through it. Uh, but Detroit, they, their offense and defense are both in the top ten in um, you know offense and defensive stops. They're three and zero on the the road this year, and I'm looking at um, David Montgomery being out sort of opens the door for Jameer Gibbs to be the premier back. I like this Detroit team and getting a three. Arch, what say you? Yeah. Yeah, uh, this is a okay. Yeah, I, I, man, I, I don't know. I honestly don't know on this one. I, I mean, I want to lean towards the Ravens here, but I don't know if I can. Detroit does look good, but man, at the minus three, I think this is a almost a three and a half point spread in reality. So I'm uh, just lean ever so slightly Baltimore. Yeah, yeah. The Detroit is a very, very public team. Uh, George, do you have any feelings, or is this one of those games that you'll just watch and enjoy? Well, the game itself, I mean, the spread is three. I think it's exactly what it should be. These are two good teams. But the thing that people don't know in this game, Detroit, going back to last season, if you take the last half of last season and this year, they've literally been like the best team in the in the entire league. I mean, it's just a, just a good team. I don't know if it's, but it's a good team. They have a good coach. Jared Goff is playing well. He's the kind of guy, if the play's in front of him, he'll make the play. He's not a YouTube quarterback. He's not going to run around. He's not going to make the highlight play. But the most important thing, he'll make the play that's in front of him. And this Detroit, you know, again, they're at Baltimore. They're only getting three points. These are two, you know, 11, 12 win teams. And I respect both teams right now. And it's at three. And hey, 
you know, these games, these games, these games are not easy to pick a winner. It's just it's going to be a good ball game. I'm 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 down I'm down for it. It it it's, doesn't seem to be a a hard road trip for the Lions to make. Um, but yeah, I mean it it should be should be a good one. I'm I'm looking forward to it. George, you uh you're pretty famous on Twitter for for your uh, future picks. Is there anything out there that you've made recently in the last couple of weeks? Maybe a win total or or a player prop. Um, you know, and if if you want to share it here with us, we're all ears. Well, just a week ago, I bet. Um... You know, you have to go by the price. So I bet Jared Goff to be MVP. So we, he was tw- he's twenty to one. And if you go to one of the major websites, you'll see the MVP race. And maybe Jared Goff is like the fifth or sixth guy in the list. And um, I think Tua might be the favorite, but I'm not sure. But the reality is that he's Jared Goff again. He's a good player. He's not a YouTube player, but he's a good player. Detroit is playing well. So if Detroit finishes the season, you know, 15-2, and two, and, and they're the, the number one seed in the NFC, and maybe, you know, Tua, you never know if he gets hurt. Why can't Jared Goff, and I'm getting 20-1, to one, why can't Jared Goff be the MVP? I mean, for 20-1, to one, I'll take it, because I think it's 10%, 10 to 1, he, he does. But again, I got to get lucky, but I just, so I just took Jared Goff last week, and um, I bet, I hopefully it wins. After week one, I took Tua, comeback player of the year. I got plus eight hundred, eight to one. I bet three grand. Boy, that, and and before, that's, that's down to plus two forty now, from from what I see. Incredible. Exactly, and like you said, the comeback player of the year this year is very dynamic and interesting. Interesting, because like you said, before the year started, Demar Hamlin was minus five hundred, and every you know, and after I made my picks, everyone said, "Oh, you're a dummy, Demar Hamlin. He's got it. Yada yada." You know, sympathy. I mean, my God, we wish the guy the best, but this guy's been on the field for like three plays on special teams. He's done nothing, and like he's down to what, roughly maybe like minus two hundred to be comeback player of the year. He's going to get a lot of sympathy. We don't know what's going to happen, and I, I just hope one of my long shots come in. I mean, what can I say? Yeah, I mean, uh, Demar Hamlin. I'm, I'm looking on DraftKings right now. It's minus one fifty. So I mean, that that's coming coming back down to earth. And you know, we always talk about when there's such a big favorite that opens value down the board for some other guys, and you know, you just have to to find. Um, a, a path, you know, a, a realistic path. And Tua, boy, I mean, if he continues this, that that offense is so much fun to watch, and they they can just do whatever they want. And especially with Tyreek Hill, what a weapon! Totally. I mean, before the season, I wish I bet Tua before the season started, because I'm sure he would have been higher than eight to one. But I bet him after week one, he looked good, and I kind of I woke up, and I'm a big Tua fan. I think he's a great kid and a great player. But he has an injury history. You know, no one can deny that. He's, he, I mean, those concussions look ugly. But, hey, he's playing ball and he's got talent and uh, this hill. And if, if I, I hope Tua wins, I'll win 24000 If it's Baker Mayfield, I, he's my long shot, I win 200000 So big big picture, I love my position. You know, you don't wish anything bad about DeMar Hamlin. But, I mean, how can he win? come out player of the year when he's played three plays? Yeah, you, 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 you just can't. Now, Arch, what, what's your stance on uh, Baker Baker, touchdown maker? You have positive uh, butterfly feelings about him? No, not really. <laughs> okay, but I do. No, no, no. Yeah, George, there's a running joke on our show. I'm a big Baker fan, and nobody else is. So I'm with you. I'm, I'm, I'm giving you a high five through the camera here. I'm, I'm hype. I hope, but unfortunately, you know, he had a national game last week, um, and he did not against Detroit, and he did not play. You know, he's had a couple good games, but he did not play that well. And he's got a big Thursday night game coming against Buffalo. You know, that's a, that's a standalone national game. And those are key games for him to win the award. And 
that's a big night for him. Big night for me Thursday night. So I, again, Baker is Baker. He's been a goofball for a couple of years, but he's got some talent, and uh, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Uh, Arts, do you have any any futures or win totals or anything you want to pick George's brain about? Uh, no, not really. Um, you know, the one future we loved at the beginning of the season, George can laugh at us for this. Remember the the Chicago Bears future we loved. Yeah. Oh yeah, George, we were on uh, we were on the Bears to score a rushing touchdown in every game, and it was uh, seventy to one. We I, I thought we had had pretty good odds on that. Yeah. Well. Even though they had weird, pro- is that prop already lost? Is it already yeah, lost? It, week yeah. two, yeah, yeah week, week two. two. <laughs> <laughs> Which website gave you that prop? Uh, it was Fanduel. Uh, the criminals over there at Fanduel uh, took our money on that one. Well, I got to ask, why'd you look up? I've I've never used them. I go to their site just to look for numbers. Why did you use the term criminal? What happened? Oh, it, it was just a joke to, to, oh, okay. to post it. I mean, it it um you know it, it seemed like good value, you know. But I guess if we were to crunch the numbers at what it would be over 17 games we, we probably ended up on a bad number there but it was fun for a week and a half to root that one home which um which website i don't know which one about two weeks ago they had the prop there had to be what a field goal in every game and guys got like what 201 some and they won what would which that, website did that that was FanDuel as well yeah they oh. they offer um that for college as well through they'll have the you know score one touchdown in in a half and another touchdown in the other half. i mean they, they have all kinds of cool stuff that they they do. I don't think any of it's fair market no, value, no, no, but no. you know, I, right. I, I, they're creating the market. So I guess what they say goes on that. But right. that was a good hit by those guys, those go, gold boys. I Crazy. Think it was. Who, who was. Yeah. Um, are, do you have any other futures? Any any uh, any teams to make the playoffs besides the um, the Green Bay Packers? I think the bet to just quote unquote make the playoffs. I be- oh, hang on, I got the list. I believe Green Bay is the only bet I have like that. Um, I've, if, if you guys, when this is over, um, people that are following, they can go to my Twitter feed and they can see all my positions, uh, GRP wins. Let's see. But the worst, it's funny. The worst position I have is the bears over seven and a half, 2000. <laughs> They've won one game. And, you know, like you said, when you make 20 bets, you're going to have some really, really bad ones. And, uh, you know, I, I'm pretty much new, Bryce young. I have a couple neutral picks right now. I have Arizona under, which looks good. Carolina under looks great. Yeah, you know, but when you make one. a bunch of bets, you're going to have some good ones and some bad ones. I got Rams under, which looks bad. I mean, I don't know how these Rams are doing it. I mean, these guys are doing it with mirrors, and there's a lot of people that agree with me. The Rams look really look to be bad coming into this year with no draft picks, no one playing. But you got to give the quarterback and the coach credit. They've, you know, give credit where credit is due. They've won some games, and uh, there's a long time left in the season. We'll oh, see yeah. what happens. Don't worry, George. They'll lose on Sunday. Yeah, yeah. I hope you're right. <laughs> Because I'm in big, I'm in trouble on that bet. Cool. So I guess that's that's about all we got here. Arts, do you have anything else? George, I just wanted to ask you just kind of a broad question, real quick. Philosophically speaking, what what's a huge mistake you see a lot of betters making that just makes that hurts you in your in your soul? Like, can you just part just a little bit of wisdom? Oh, it's a great question, and the, and the answer is very simple and very important. You don't bet a game just because it's on TV. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just, I mean, there's 15, 16 games every week. Pick your two or three spots. Pick your spots for whatever reason, and if you're and if you're betting too many games, you, it's like it's like going to the horse races. If you're betting every race, you have no chance to win. Just pick your spots. Don't overbet your bankroll. And uh, again, just just pick your spots, two or three. Have fun, and that's it. There you go. 
Yeah. Feels, feels like uh, wise words that we need to impart on our followers for sure. Yeah. But uh, George, so uh, we can find you on Twitter at what was it? GRP wins. That's it. Cool. So, so we can. The, the initial George Riley Panagakis wins. GRP wins. At, at Twitter. And, um, you know, we'll. Uh, he posts his slips, he posts his plays. He, uh, he posts his Twitter feuds with Paige Speronic every once in a while. There you um, go. <laughs> yeah, but Arch, send us home. All right. Um, George, it was so nice meeting you. This was great. Maybe we can get you on again someday. Maybe. Are you a big playoff better when the NFL hits playoffs, or do you uh, avoid those? I'm, I'm a casual playoff better. Yeah, I'll pick a couple yeah. of games. Um, I'm more of a regular season. Regarding the playoffs, NBA during the season, I don't touch it at all. I mean, it's a joke. You don't even know who's playing. But in the NBA playoffs, I have a formula that works for the NBA playoffs. Ooh. So, uh, you know what we should do? We should do this in two months after the regular season is over. We'll literally go through my, I've got 10 props for some serious money. We can take a look at the wins, take a look at the losses. At, so let's pencil it in for uh, middle of January when the year's over. We'll see what happened. And then um, the draft comes. I play the draft. And then during the NBA play, nice. we'll go from there. Excellent. Yeah, man. It was so nice meeting you, George. This was a blast. Arch, it's nice meeting you guys, Steve. We had fun and uh, perfect half an hour, and let's do it again. Thank you very much. All right, bye, guys. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be liable for damages related to its contents.